It was just one of those days. I'm sure you've had them too. That feeling that pushes you to the mirror, wondering why the world can't stand you. And after a long day of rejections by everyone I approached, I was looking at my own reflection. Now, I'm no stranger to being dismissed. A fact that after years of brush-offs while approaching strangers is something I've just gotten used to. I've been spit on, called many insulting names, and at best, or is that at worst, pushed into oncoming traffic. So yeah, some might think I've developed a thick skin. But please, let me let you take a look under my hood. I'm as mortal as anyone, suspect to internalizing the negative as well as the positive, And yes, my emotions often run amok. But what I have learned is this, to simply pause my reactionary self, a lesson taught me after almost a decade of acceptance and rejection by many a stranger, and the driving motive for sharing these stories with you. So it is, with this subtext, I'll talk of a stranger I met on a hot summer day, a giant of a man who I ran into as he sat under the cooling shade of a tree. Silent and withdrawn he was as his sheer stature took a dominant section of a city bench. Intimidating is an understatement to describe him. And it would have been way too easy for me to cast a profile, to make assumptions as to his attitude or intent. But there was something about him that drew me in. I took seat on what remained of the bench. He was reserved, yet through his held back caution, I could sense an open mind and despite the occasional thunder of passing trucks, we struck up a meaningful conversation. There we were, two complete strangers, each so very different to each other. Me, a five foot seven white guy, and he, a mountain of a black man. Together, as we sat side by side in trusting and open dialogue on the side of a noisy city street. I had met a new friend for the day, And as the loudness of motor traffic fell into the background with every word we shared, Michael gave us his opening advice. In his words, I'd tell everybody to treat each other like you want to be treated. There are a lot of different people in the world, but still, we are cut from the same cloth. We're people. We're human. It's not about ethnicity, even though many in the world see it that way but I don't see it that way. An 18-wheeler thundered by, shaking the ground as it interrupted our chat. But Michael picked it up right where we left off. Again, in his words, I think we'd live in a much better world if people would just take the time to hear what the next person's got to say and to pass something on that is good if they do have something to say. I find today that a lot of people are unapproachable, but still, there are a lot of people who are approachable. I'm no individual to judge, but you can pretty much see the good from the bad. Sometimes I miss a call. The person that you think is bad is not, and the person you think is good is actually bad. It all depends on how well you get to know the individual and what they are going through. In Michael's eyes could be seen a wisdom, even a challenge to not profile, assume, or dismiss, a call to look beyond first impression, and a charge to purge ourselves of any form of malice. For we have no idea of what's going on inside a person at first glance. What appears as intolerance could actually be feelings of loss 
despair, or lowliness. Or the sound of laughter could be a shroud for escaping any range of hidden hurts. And per you and I, there is no open window to knowing any deep experience another is going through. But we can at least look at each other with compassionate and empathetic hearts. I'm not saying we have to be saviors or targets in any way. Just open to taking an extra second to govern our minds as we interact with the world around us. Now back to Michael in his words again. People seem to be disconnected today, and a lot of it has to do with technology. You walk and you see a lot of young kids, and they have their headphones on. They're not really paying attention to their surroundings at all. They are just looking down at their phone screens. To me, it seems if we keep heading in that direction, we're going to fall out of touch with the real value of human socialness. And if it keeps going like it is, people are just going to fall out of touch with each other. People don't talk anymore. Really talk. You know, try to see where you are coming from. Might we honor the wisdom of a gentle giant, a man who, although intimidating in physical scale, has the gentleness of a healer. In such, might we take heed to his call to balance our digital and living lives, to get out, to interact, and to simply socialize the good old-fashioned way, face to face. After that, we could tell the world about the experience with whatever device we choose. I think it just works better that way.